This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one happier dynamic duo than nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerdic. How the hell are you? You sound very enthused tonight. What's going on? Fucking peachy, man. Yeah? Peachy. Well, we had a little bit of work to do today, right? We left the house and got busy. So is that what got you worn down today? Dude. <laughs> we did a lot today, man. This was a lot for you. You got a lot of air. You got out the house. Fuck off. 
went to Walmart. It's fine. Went to Walmart. We went to the dump. We got that done. That's our, Oh, yeah. Uh, I completely forgot we even did that. Got yeah. rid of the leaves. Yeah, see, we did a couple things for the Dollar General, and holy shit, man. It makes you realize how small those stores are. Yeah. When you go in there and there's actually customers in it. Yeah, because usually it's only us and maybe one other customer. That's Today it. it was freaking packed. Like, what What the fuck does the Dollar General have that people are just swarming it? A Friday at... 12 o'clock yeah. at noon, this store was like fucking Not bustling even, with old people. because you got out of work at 11.30, so it was yeah. before noon, and ridiculous. they were packed. Absolutely ridiculous. Hey, what's up, Brian? Just came into the chat. One of our good pals there, Brian. What's going on, buddy? I know he's eating well today. I'm like, us. Uh, what the hell did I eat today? Nothing. You, Some you, bullshit. Your stupid Reese diet cups, whatever those stupid keto Reese peanut butter <laughs> things are. Quest Reese bars, man. Oh, my God. They're delicious. And they kickstarted my edibles, too, if you can't tell already. There's something about the peanut butter. It really helps the stuff, uh, you know, kickstart your system. It's really good. What else have you been doing? You been watching anything? Um, reindeer games. There was an episode last night. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I forgot what the hell that one was even all about. It's Big Brother, but it's a shortened version. It's uh, actually a better version. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. Uh, they, it's more competition-based. And because they're not living in the house, they come in for a couple hours, do a couple competitions, and they leave, and they come back the next day. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Yeah. Um, the last two people to leave though oh, hurt. I didn't want them to go. <laughs> the first one I didn't give a fuck about goodbye. Mm-hmm. The last two people that left, man, that that hurt a little bit. It, it's it's good. I like it, and I like the people. Most of the people that they brought in. Mm-hmm. Of course, the pe- two that I can't stand are, are still in the house. So, but. Other than that, I haven't really watched anything. I, I did watch, um, oh my god, The Family Plan, I think it's called. Who was in that? On Apple TV Plus, and that has Mark uh, Wahlberg in it. I just watched it. Mark Wahlberg. He's another one. It was good. I was cracking up. I, I liked it. I thought it would be another stupid, one, but it, it wasn't. It was good. Did he do that? Come on, man. Mark Wahlberg, come on. Come on, guys. You guys want to do some push-ups with me? Mark Wahlberg, come on. Why do you knock on everybody? Come on, guys. There's, there's not a lot of good energy going on. You guys got to help me feel the vibration. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but that, uh. that movie was good. Other than that, I haven't really watched anything. Yeah. That's it, huh? You didn't really either. So, you've been also watching uh, Shit's Creek. And you've yeah, which obviously I can't watch anymore because you have stopped watching it, and so I'm going to end up blowing past you, and I don't want to do that. You've me of being a follower, and now you're following in my footsteps, there, young lady. You you you're uh, you're you're biting off your old man here style, and and you're and you're trying to be like me now. And you're watching Shit's Creek all over again, and I moved on. I'm in season four, and I paused it because there's some. I've watched a lot of shit. This may be the longest intro ever, as far as things that I've watched. A lot of shit, and a lot of it was really good. And just to piggyback off of Shit's Creek here, Dan Levy was in a movie. Yeah. An LGBTQ plus Christmas movie that I watched yeah. last night. I watched it a couple of years ago. I didn't yeah. like it. <clears throat> it actually wasn't bad. It was, uh, Kristen Stewart was in it and she plays some lesbian mm-hmm. who gets invited to her, uh, her, her girlfriend's family's get together. Yeah. And the girls who she's with never came out to her family. So she's like, hey, we just got to be friends. I'm going to introduce you. I just want you to see what it's like to be around my family. She goes there, of course. You know, everybody's starting to hint like, hey, this is your roommate. There's only one bedroom here and whatnot. Dan Levy plays Dan Levy from Shit's Creek in this fucking movie. He plays the same character. And he does that part really well. The whole, like, gay best friend yeah. kind of thing, you know. And 
I would love to have him as a friend, seriously. He would be a great friend. I know, he sounds like I would hang fun. out with him, but there'd be a huge problem. He would eventually want to try to fuck me, so I would not. That's true. So, so that wouldn't work out so well. <laughs> it wouldn't work out so well, so got to stay clear of Dan Levy. But no, this was a really good movie. Uh, it, it didn't beat you over the head with the gay shit, even though it was extremely woke. I mean, I thought it was extremely woke. It wasn't like beating you over the head with it. Yeah. And they kept doing the whole lesbian thing, and of course the parents objected to it, and everyone was just so grossed out. In 2020, when this movie was made, but by two people kissing that were of the same sex, as if we haven't gone so fucking far past that, they keep having to make it look like it's like it's a crime in, in film and cinema. Yeah. When people have gotten past it, no one gives a shit anymore. I know I watched it when it first premiered. Yeah. And I know I didn't like it, but I can't remember why. I don't know if it was her, Kristen Stewart, or if it was boring. Like it, there was, I remember something about it that I, I wasn't. Really. If I, I, I watched it because it. of her, but I, I, I know I didn't like it. Yeah, I enjoyed that one thoroughly. It's a pretty good movie. Hmm. I don't know. There is a new Eddie Murphy um, mm. Christmas movie on Prime. I can't remember the name of it, but I saw How it today. And I think I'm going to watch it this weekend. You forgot the big Eddie Murphy news. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. The trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 4. Mm-hmm. Oh, my motherfucking God. You guys got to watch the trailer. Yeah. I've never been so excited for movies, well, Ghostbusters Afterlife. But, I mean, besides Ghostbusters, it has, there hasn't been a movie that's got me this excited before. And, yeah. man, this is going to be good. The, the year, the song, they even revamped the... Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. They got people to show up in the trailer, and you're like, oh, my God, it, it just really looks awesome, man. I I don't want to really talk about too much of it because it's something you got to see. It. If you're a big Beverly Hills Kyle fan, you're going to smile and you're going to appreciate the fact that I'm not spoiling it because you got to see it for yourself. It got me excited. Man, we've watched those movies so many fucking times together. A million times <laughs> when we didn't have cable and all yep. we had was Beverly Hills Cop on DVD. Yeah, we would watch those movies and it made us laugh every single time. Yeah, I'm, I'm great excited fucking for that. movies, man. I am so ready for Beverly Hills Cop. So something else I watched is a movie called Panic Room, and that was on Hulu. And this was exactly what you think it was, was Panic Room. This movie really relied... Escape Room? No, Panic Room was called. Hmm. No, maybe it was Escape Room. Escape Room? It's Escape Room. Fuck you, all right? (laughs) Ah, edibles. Let me tell our sponsor, (laughs) Binoid.com, for a minute. You go to Binoid.com and get the best edibles of all. They're, uh, They're amazing, as you can tell. So anyway, I was watching this movie called Escape Room, and uh, don't you just love live radio? So yeah, uh, and this movie was really good. It was basically a movie about an escape room. As if you haven't heard of an escape room before, you go there with your friends, you got to try to solve a puzzle and get the hell out. You combine that with the movie Saw, and this is what mm-hmm. this was all about. This guy's got traps set up and life or death circumstances. It was extremely good. I loved it, and I liked the second movie. There was a second one? Uh, Escape Room Tournament of Champions, but that you're going to have to go to the free website. Oh. It's on Prime, but you got to buy it. I'm above the free website. Listen, we've got all these apps with no fucking commercials. I am above that now. I'm spoiled. Well, it's an old movie, so it's not going to have commercials. I know. It's just, But I, I don't want to go to those fucking those free sites. It's about the free site, the pop-ups and shit. Yeah, just get out of the pop-ups. You're fine. No, I, I don't like it. They're fucking obnoxious. <laughs> I tried watching something. Oh, I, that movie, uh, Lady Ballers, I watched. I didn't even have that in my notes, and I watched it. Mm-hmm. That was the Daily Wire movie where it was the guys dressed up as, as the uh, females, and they were playing basketball. It, it, it was funny. It was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. It really was. I, I expected like some cheesy, like filmed with an iPhone fucking movie where it just looked crappy, and the dialogue wasn't there, and the jokes didn't hit. 
it, I mean, it, it was more sad than funny because it, it was basically looking at real life society and being like, this is the way real life is. And I don't think they went far enough at parts of the movie. I'm like, dude, real life is worse than this. Than the way they're portraying the whole trans shit. They're doing it, you know, just making fun of what's happening for real. But it's worse. You know, the, the shit's fucking, it's, 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 not, it's not good, you know. And you see this and at least they're poking fun at it. And they're looking at people and saying, hey, here's some egg on your face. You guys are the ones that are, you know, like making the world the way it is. And it's being disgusting and filthy. And we're just going to call you out on your bullshit and make movies about it. It's nice to see people calling them out, you know. It's just, got to mock the devil. But back to Panic Room. Escape Room. Escape Room. <laughs> I, have, I don't know why the fuck about Panic But it was, I don't know, it was all right. It was a good movie, I guess. Um, another movie I watched was, uh, what the fuck was it? Leave the World Behind. I just watched this one. Was that good? Dude. Because it keeps popping up for me on Netflix. Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin on this movie. Seriously, Julie Roberts is in it. Some black guy that I've seen in other things. I, I, he's, he's, he's got a really funny name. Um, really good actor, though. Really fucking good actor. And Ethan Hawke's in it. And it starts off with just some couple, and they're in this vacation home that they booked. And then all, all of a sudden, like, the power goes out. Fucking, you know, you can't use your phones anymore. Computer, internet, the grid is just completely down. And then they're like, what the hell's going on here? And it's just them and their kids. All of a sudden, this guy shows up in the middle of the night with his daughter, and they're like, yeah, this is my house. We communicated via email. I came back, and there's this weird, like, you know, they don't trust each other kind of thing going on. But then, you know, sort of weird shit starts going on. They start branching out, and they leave the, the, the house that they're in. <clears throat> and they try seeing what's going on in the streets, and then you start seeing flashes of, like, what the hell's going on in the world. And, like, planes are falling and shit, and there's, like, weird things happening. It's just a there's so much going on in this movie, it's really hard to fucking talk about, because there's just, like... This is a conspiracy theorist wet dream, and there's videos online after the movie. We're kind of looking at some of these things that people were putting up, and there's like people are just going through and saying like, "Oh, do you see this symbol? There's a number six 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 in this scene. It means this." If you look in the background, the picture changes, and it does too. Like in, in one scene in the very beginning of the movie, Julie Roberts and Ethan Hawke are about to lay in bed, and there's a painting of water behind them, and the water's calm. And a little bit later in the movie, when it starts getting a little bit crazier, the water's starting to get a little crazier. And then the tides are going higher. The next time you see that painting and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And there's another thing where like the walls collapse. And, and before that happens, they, there's a scene with the Jenga table. Like, like a Jenga game on the table and it collapses. So it's like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's, it's very symbolic of the <clears> things <throat> that you see in this movie. And people really go after it. They're, they're like, in this scene, you got to look at this, this, and this. And they've got things circled and everyone's like fucking looking at all the crazy symbols and shit. And, a lot of people are saying that the things you're seeing in this movie are a warning of things that are to come. And I know it sounds absolutely insane. It does. It sounds insane. Oh, my it God. Sounds insane why can't people just watch a movie to enjoy a movie? And to, Dude, why do they have to look for shit? This movie's about the end of the world and the collapse of civilization the exact way it's playing out in real life. And the movie was made by the fucking Obama family as part of their Netflix deal. How much crazier can you get with this whole shit, man? If this was just Joe Schmo making a fucking movie, some college student making a fucking conspiracy theorist movie, it'd, it'd be easy to laugh at him. The fucking Obamas, the ones that people are saying are the family that's running the White House, can't be confirmed even though it's pretty much confirmed that, you know, Joe Biden ain't really doing shit. And then they make the movie basically saying, this is what you guys think about us. We're going to make a movie telling you what is going to happen. It's just a real mind fuck, and people are kind of freaking out about this movie. It's a really good one, a uh, really good fucking movie. I enjoyed it. Hmm. I would give it four and a half stars out of five stars. It's not perfect because the way it ended, I was just kind of like, eh? Oh. It was a long movie, and it just kind of ended. I'm like, okay, I get it, but 
<clears throat> I kind of want more, you know. It left me wanting more, so it was a good movie, I, I guess. I just I, I needed at least another hour just to kind of wrap it up. I wanted to see something more. Maybe a part two. Oh god. Maybe the Obamas will grace us <laughs> with a second one. Those fucking scumbags. So anyway, did you see this? Uh, so there was a singer. He's a Brazilian gospel singer named Pedro Henrique. Yeah, I saw it. 30 years old, randomly died on stage during a performance. He's from Brazil. And guess what Brazil made mandatory for everyone that lived there? The COVID vaccine. Now, I'm not saying the COVID vaccine killed this son of a bitch. But I'm saying they had something to do with it. Oh, man. Rest in peace to Pedro Henrique, that poor son of a bitch. But damn it, man. It's just... How much more are we going to see? 2024 is right around the corner. Uh, do you think it's going to get worse or what? These these random heart attacks and deaths. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll just, it'll just keep on fucking going, man. That's the way it is. And I do have one bonus story before we get into what we came here to do, which is talk about the assholes and judge which people are assholes in the stories. I do want to talk about this one story. Did you hear about this New Jersey man who was found naked on top of his mother's decapitated body? Ew, no. Dude, this one just happened today, and I saw it, and I'm like, you know what? This is too fucking crazy to wait for the Monday show. we got to talk about this before we do the asshole stories. So this New Jersey man was charged with killing his mother after he was found by police naked, covered in blood, and lying on top of her headless body, according to court documents. Jeffrey Surgeon called 911 Friday just before 4 p.m. and told the operator that he had just killed his mother. He's 46 years old. He also indicated to police that he suffers from mental health issues, namely bipolar disorder. When police arrived at Surgeon's Ocean City apartment, they discovered him in a hallway outside the unit, lying naked and covered in blood on top of his mother's decapitated body, with her detached head lying several feet away. They confirmed it was his mother, 74-year-old Alexandria M. Surgeon. According to court documents, he used a knife to remove his mother's head. He began screaming after they uh, took him into custody that he killed his mother and he was sorry for doing it. He then started to sing, Jesus Loves Me. Oh my God. Absolutely insane. So he's being held, obviously, for murder and I don't think he'll ever be let out again, but... That's terrible. Does Jesus still love him, though, you think? Jesus loves everybody, man. Even the fucking insane people. I mean, Jesus Jesus has a lot of patience. A lot of patience <laughs> I would not have in that same situation. But I thought that one was just too fucking crazy the way, so I want to throw that one out there. That sounds like a Florida man story. That does, it man. Oh, my God. It doesn't really sound like a New Jersey man story mm-hmm. at all. That's something you would find on the smoking gun in the first fucking thing in the morning. All right, so we all know why you're here. We know why you're smiling, because it's your favorite episode of the week. And I have no fucking clue why you love this one so much. It's the last one, man. It's the last one. All right, so you ready to get some stories here? Yeah. All right, I got some good ones for you, and this one we're going to start with here. So let's uh, let's see what this one has to say. Am I the asshole for not wanting to maintain a relationship with my ex's family? (sighs) I mean, the only way you would be obligated to, I guess, would be if there was a child involved, right? Not really. But at least expected to. Yeah. By traditional standards, you'd be expected to at least. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It depends on how like how close they are. So this person's a 28-year-old female. She says, I have two kids, 14 months and one month, with my ex who's 31. We were together for nine years and broke up earlier this year. 
Without going into too much detail, it was a very rocky relationship that should have ended years ago, and we never should have had children together. <laughs> and for, I mean, so just, you didn't stop after the first one? Just kept on doing it and just keep on. God. Unfortunately, the reality is that we did. He'd struggled with substance abuse issues, but has been sober for the last few months. Right now, we're in an okay place co-parenting. I have the kids full-time, but he's able to see them whenever he wants, as long as he's sober. He comes over whenever he wants, and I work around his schedule for him to see the kids. I want him to succeed and be part of his kids' lives. Even though we have our own issues, I always try to be accommodating and do whatever is best for the kids. And he's a great dad. That being said, I don't believe I have to maintain a relationship with his family. They see it as rude, though. They're mad that I haven't let them meet the new baby. He's only a month old. If they want to see him when my ex has him, that's fine. I'm not stopping anyone. But I'm not going to go out of my way to make plans with his family when it's my time. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Yeah. See, I mean, no. I think I, the family for some wants reason, I thought access. that something else was going on. Yeah. And I misheard the, the title of the thing because this is absolutely not. Mm-hmm. When he has t- custody time with the, with the kids, that that's up to him. Yeah. Could, no, that that's on him to it's a bring part the kids of his over there. Custody is their custody yeah, it's, too. Right? You're not gonna have him come and take care, of, take the kids for a few hours or a day or two, and then all of a sudden his family wants to see them. Yeah. When the fuck are you gonna see them? Absolutely not. Exactly. She says it's it's awkward and we have a lot of issues that I don't want to deal with. They blame me for breaking up the marriage, despite the reasons uh, being my ex. They know a lot of things, yet still treat me like shit, and I'm not interested in having that toxicity in my life. My ex thinks it's shitty of me since I've known his family for almost a decade, but they've never been supportive of me. He thinks I'm causing an unnecessary problem. Am I the asshole in being reasonable and wanting to completely separate from them? No. For some reason, I thought they were they were getting along, yeah. her and his family. That's what I thought it was. But, like, no, this is this is weird. Yeah. You don't get along. He sees the kids on certain days or certain hours or whatever. Like the, he, they can. Why don't they go to their son's house and go and see their the grandkids, or him bring them over or something? Why is it up to her? Yeah, I don't understand. That's that. fucking weird. I don't understand because you would think that hey, your family's tied to your custody agreement. They can't come over when I got the kid, or you're not obligated. I mean, I understand it's more of like a discretionary thing I guess I mean that's not really decided by the court I, I, I guess if she has it she has that right to invite them over maybe that's what they're upset about like hey we know we don't have custodial rights but you should just do it because we've, we've known you for so long and we shouldn't have to have this issue oh hell no maybe that's the problem they, here. I don't man but maybe that's I, the problem. I would say screw you immediately nope your son has them on Monday Wednesday Friday yeah. but you don't think there's anything that's wrong with being like hey you know the issues are between you and my son if, if there's Another time where the grandparents might want to see the kid. No, no I wouldn't. I wouldn't even budge. Shit. I would not budge. Okay. If he, Damn. if the, if the dad wasn't around and didn't see the kids at all, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, well, that is the kid's family. Yeah. You know, maybe like in a Sunday dinner or something. You know, something once in a while. Yeah. But he's around and he's seeing them, so it's up to him to get his family involved. It's not up to her. No, absolutely not. I I wouldn't I wouldn't change yeah. at all. Mm-mm. I don't know, man. I I guess I'm, I guess no. I'm with you on that. I, I guess I'm with you on that. I was trying to come up with some kind of a counter argument there, but it, it, it's it's tough. Because I wouldn't want to deal that's with that shit either. It's, just, it's like that's your fucking family. We broke up. I don't want to have to deal with them either. It's like you broke up from him. You want to cut every, all like ties. Like you and I break up. Yeah, I'm not right? going to be hanging out with your family. 
And my happen. family called you up and asked to see the kids. Like, no, you come through me. Yeah, you talk, deal with her. No, no don't ever like, fucking contact like, me. That's weird. No, that, that's all I'd be. I don't care if, I mean, we've been together for freaking two decades. Don't you come, me. you come through me. You don't like, you don't yeah. go around me. Yeah, that's yeah, no, that's I don't secret. like that at all. Mm-hmm. So no, she's she's not the asshole. I'm completely on her side. Frig these people, man. That that was an easy one. <laughs> Once I understood what this, what the hell was going on. Am I the asshole for continuing to sleep after a stranger requested I wake up? <laughs> I had a seven-hour layover at the airport this afternoon. Thankfully, the chairs here don't have armrests, so I found an empty gate area and laid down, stretching about four to five chairs worth. I fell asleep. I'd been up for like 20 hours and I was exhausted. About after an hour, I awakened to some stranger tapping me. I say, can I help you? He said I need to move because he needs to sit there. There's some kids sitting next to my feet. I asked him, are you with them? What do you need to sit here? He ignored the question, but then said there's a lot of people wanting to sit down here, and he gestured to the now full area behind them. And it's ridiculous that you're taking up so many seats. Now move. I moved my feet a little, so one more seat was available. He said, no, that's not enough. I am still super confused as to why this guy felt the need to wake up a stranger and force him to move. I said, no, I was here first, and I'm trying to rest. Not sure why you're waking me up. I tried to accommodate you by moving slightly, but you rejected it. And I put my eye mask back on and went to sleep. So am I the asshole for not moving? Yes. To make it clear, when I laid down, I was the only one in the gate area at the time, and there didn't appear to be a flight leaving anytime soon. Complete asshole. You were woken yeah. up. You saw that is now full behind this person. Mm-hmm. Seats are all taken. Yeah. Sit the fuck up. You're about to be on a plane. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can sleep on the plane. Like, you're being extremely rude where you're taking up four or five seats. Mm-hmm. This would annoy me, too. Yeah. Like, if there's nowhere to sit, but some person is taking up five seats, like, that's rude as hell. And then they put their freaking eye mask back on and go back to bed. I would be pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, sleep on the floor in the corner or something. Like, I understand that you're tired. You were up 20 hours, blah, blah, blah. But that's not everyone else's fault who's trying to find a seat. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also wrong to just tap somebody, too. I mean, if I saw someone sleeping... It's like, you don't know what you're going to wake up, you know? If, if you're just tapping somebody, I mean, to me, that's rude. I, see, I wouldn't tap the person, but I would be extra loud. <laughs> like, what Look at this motherfucker taking yeah. up all the Like, scene. rile everybody else up and cause a scene. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't touch the person. Yeah, because I don't want to But I would say anybody. something. Yeah. I would be loud. I'd probably slam my luggage on the ground. Like, yeah. oh. Make a huge sigh. This like, guy definitely is the asshole, though. I mean, if you're laying there, you're taking up all these seats. There's going to be other. You're inconveniencing people to convenience yourself. You know, right? I mean, like you it can was fine. Not off in a, in a sitting position. Right, and it was fine when he first did it yeah. because he said there was no one else there and there yeah. wasn't a flight for a long time. Okay, so it was fine then. Well, now all the seats are full and you're taking up all the free ones. So now you need to sit the hell up yeah. and be an adult. Yeah. So. Yeah, this this dude's an asshole. I don't like him. There's something wrong with this guy. Yeah, it's so so freaking rude. Maybe he was just very standoffish because the person was was kind of demanding, like, "Hey, you need to move." Because immediately that wall comes up and someone tells you to do something. Nobody likes to be told what to do. I'm thinking if the other person was like, "Hey, can you move your feet, man? We're trying to sit down." I'm surprised, like a flight attendant yeah. didn't come over or anything. Isn't there usually someone standing around? Yeah, at officers. The podium or there's something? officers and stuff. Security. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, there's always someone around there. Get the fuck out, bitch. Like, people need a place to sit. People are entitled to scumbags. But you gotta understand, too, like, the thing about the whole travel system, just traveling in general, it sucks. It's not fun. I'll sit on your fucking legs, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> fucking sit on them, motherfucker. There you go. So what do you think, asshole? Yes. All right. All right. That was a pretty easy one. Next one. Am I the asshole for reporting a delivery driver who I thought was lying to get out of doing more work? Oh, my God. Is it your business? Immediately, I want to say you're an asshole because you thought they were yeah. lying. And what, what difference yeah. does it make to you? So, today for lunch, I decided to order from a Mexican restaurant through one of those food delivery services. I've had a bad experience or two where my order was missing some items. But the drivers would always be gone before I realized I could catch them to fix the issue. I'd always have to report it through the app's support chat, which is such a pain to use because they obviously outsource their representatives and it's frustrating trying to communicate with them. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir, lady. <laughs> so if she had this many problems, it sounds like she's had a lot of problems. Why don't you get your lazy fucking ass up and go get your fucking food yourself, you lazy fucking bitch? We have done DoorDash twice. Yeah, we didn't like it either time, so we just don't do so, it. So, yeah, Chipotle got fucked up twice. Yeah. I won't do that anymore. So we just get up nope. and we go to the fucking <laughs> store and get it ourselves. Get in the car and fucking go get our damn selves. No big That's deal it. and fresh air is always good, isn't it? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Like, if, if something isn't, if several mm. problems happen, I just, I give up. I'm like, you know mm. what? That's fine. I'll just, I'll just go and get it myself. When my driver arrived, I told her to say, to stay so I could check the bag and make sure everything was there. I noticed she kind of raised her eyebrow for a moment, but otherwise she stood quietly and waited. Sure enough, a couple things were missing. I politely said she needed to return to the restaurant and get my missing items. The, now, here's, yeah. a, here's a question. This is, like, this is a serious question. Is it the driver's responsibility? Mm-mm. The driver, this is DoorDash or whatever the hell the other one's, Grubhub, whatever. They don't work in that restaurant. All they do is they go there. They, they go. Say, they grab your bag, name, put leave. it in the car, and drop it off to you. Is yeah. it really their responsibility to check and make sure your order is correct? Nope. That's on the restaurant. But I think DoorDash bears responsibility for it somehow because you can. Oh, request, they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can file disputes through the app, and it's coming back on DoorDash, and maybe they got something with Wendy's See, that's or whatever company. To me. Yeah. There's a lot of money changing hands, I'm sure, with us. No, no. Huh. In a very neutral, rehearsing tone, she said, "It's against company policy to do that." And I should contact support through the app. I explained that I preferred not to deal with support. She said they're the only ones who can help, and she's really not supposed to go back to the restaurant. I was a bit annoyed at this point, so I asked what the company policy was on making sure orders were correct. Oh, here we go. We're about to find out. Okay. She said that restaurants close the bags for the drivers, and they're not meant to open them or the containers inside. Something about food safety violations and not being trained. After a moment, she apologized for the trouble and left. To me, this honestly sounds like a bunch of BS excuses to get out of doing her whole job. If they can't go back to the restaurant, how are customers supposed to get their food and money back? If they can't open bags to check the orders, how do they even know they're delivering the right food? Bitch, you get mm -hmm. the fuck up and you go to the restaurant your damn self. She has no idea how the system works. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Did, and then people complained, like, during COVID, people were getting, like, their fries were being eaten and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, these, these restaurants are trying to seal your shit mm -hmm. so that the drivers don't eat your food. And now this one's complaining that they're not opening her bag and looking. Mm -mm. That's crazy. Man. That's crazy. I hate this about customers, too. Is they try to tell you, it makes no sense to me is what she said here. Mm -hmm. She has no idea what the policy is. She just wants things to be the way she wants it and can't see any other way. 
And the way that that was worded, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The way what the driver said. Yeah. Food contamination and shit. Like you don't know if your yeah. bag is open. They could have put something in there. Like exactly. they could have put their hand in your. Yeah. One hundred percent. So she just wanted things done her way, and yep. she just has such a closed mind because she's a spoiled fucking adult brat. That her thing is, you know what, this is the only thing that makes sense to me, and your shit is bullshit, you're a liar, and I'm going to call, you know, your superiors on you, and that's what she does next. So on the page where I rate my driver and leave feedback, I made note of the situation and explained why I thought she was in the wrong. Oh my god. I then left one star and revoked my tip. <gasps> oh my god. Instead of reaching out to someone and actually getting the, mm-hmm. the deal, she just automatically went and gave her, oh my god, that's terrible. You know what really sucks about this is like people that work in customer service know that if you get a bad survey, yeah, you know who it's from. Yeah. A lot of times you're like, oh, that motherfucker from earlier left the survey. I know who did it. This person was at your house. Yeah. They're obviously not doing well in life because they're delivering food. Yeah. For barely any money. Do you tell me this person doesn't give a fuck about their job? And will show up to get some retribution because, you know, you don't know who's coming to your house, man. Mm-hmm. Same thing with these freaking Uber drivers. Sometimes you get in these cars and you see those videos online and them fighting and getting all sorts of crazy shit happening. Knives being pulled out and guns and shit and, and Ubers. You know who the fuck's coming to your house? Like, ex-felons get these jobs because anybody can get them. Yeah. Anyway, a bit later I was talking to my sister over the phone who thought, who I thought would enjoy the story because she works for a different but similar delivery company. My sister said, did you actually think she was going to go back to the restaurant? I laughed thinking she was taking a dig at a competing company's drivers, but just said, I'm not joking, you literally reported her for following the rules. And at first I thought my sister had misunderstood a part of the story or something, so I kind of brushed it off. Is this person a fucking moron? Yeah. And she's an entitled bitch. That's what she is. Wow, so her sister's even telling her, like, are you stupid? Doesn't even believe her sister who works for a similar <laughs> company. Her sister's telling her, no, that's the company. No, it's not. Oh my god. No, it's not. This fucking bitch. But now, based off her reaction on both what her and the driver said that I reported, I'm wondering if they're right. Am I the asshole for reporting her and taking my tip back because I thought she was lying? Yes, that's terrible. She didn't even, like, reach out to customer service or anything and find out the truth. Yeah. What are your policies? This happened to my order. Mm-hmm. Can my driver go back and, and fix it? Like, she didn't even bother to reach out or anything or talk to anybody or even call her sister. Yeah. Who has a similar job. Like, nothing. Just went immediately, revoked the tip that this person actually needs. And mm-hmm. then a one-star review, so her rating was tanked. I couldn't do that job. I That's couldn't do terrible. It. I just couldn't do it, man. you got to be extremely trusting of the person delivering your food. Yeah. And I don't want that responsibility, man. Like, you're taking someone's food to their house, and people love to complain. I don't want to be involved in that shit. Yeah. Just leave me the fuck out of it. Plus, people are getting robbed. You hear about mm-hmm. those people, the Uber drivers getting robbed and their car stolen and shit? It's just absolutely fucking crazy. I think this is an easy asshole one. Yeah, this... Oh my god, this person is terrible. Mm. I can only imagine when they go to freaking Walmart. Mm. Like, this is the customer that you see come and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here we go. And so here's this fucking like, bitch. You know one this that tells woman us how is to a do problem. our jobs. Yeah, yeah so she she's a freaking problem yeah. no matter where she goes. I, I don't like this woman. She's a complete asshole. Do you think she's worse than the Walmart lady that was screaming, motherfucker? Where is Repent. that woman? Because Rumor has it she made another videos. appearance. Oh, really? Rumor has it she's back out there again. i got to find some new <laughs> videos of that lady. I was actually watching her the other night. And I was watching this other video, too. I saw the Chris Cuomo video, I think, the other yeah. day. And, oh, my God, I was watching it again the other night. And I was just laughing like a little girl over and over again. It is the funniest clip I have ever seen. 
until the next clip. That'll be the funniest clip I've ever seen. <laughs> that is the clip for the weekend right there that will keep me laughing and giggling all weekend. It was freaking hilarious. So stupid. I always ask, what the hell happened to men? That is always my number one question. What the hell happened to men? Why are we like you know going down a pit of just femininity now? Listen to the title of this one. Am I the asshole for crying when my wife forgot my birthday? <laughs> How many times did you forget hers? <laughs> Obviously, this guy is just. Oh my god! Emotional. Really? Well, we're different though. We don't give a fuck about birthdays. We Not we, at all. we take care of the kids, obviously. Yeah. We we do it up for the kids, but as as far as each other, like who just cares? It's just another day. Like, oh, if we want God. something throughout the year, we will buy it. I'm a fucking year older, great. I don't want to celebrate that. Yeah, when I was a kid, <laughs> it was like that's a guaranteed day to get shit. That that was what I cared about. Yeah, yeah. it's just like as an adult, just don't yeah, care. Yeah, I never celebrated getting older. Yep, no. To go, I'm getting older. Yeah, it's a fucking feather in my cat. No, like I celebrated. I stopped celebrating when I was 21 because that's when I got all exactly. legal rights to do whatever I wanted. It was 21. Went to the bar, came home. Yeah. That was it. Done. It's like, oh, I can do this now without getting in trouble. I can buy my own shit without standing outside of a store for an hour. And it wasn't all it's cracked up to be. So yeah. that was the end of that. Yeah, every, like all these. Yeah. Oh my god. So anyway, when I when I'm a oh my god, 36 years old. Oh, dude, it's time to grow up. I'm a 36-year-old man. I was a kid when my parents never celebrated my birthday. Uh, the only reason I even knew what day of my birthday was is because my family members would, would wish me happy birthday on that day. I tried really hard to make everyone I'm close to have a really good birthday because I guess my logic is that they want that I want them to feel wanted and appreciated, not how I felt as a kid. This guy's a fucking bitch. So he's, he's got some childhood trauma there. He's a fucking bitch, and he can't write well either because this one's hard to decipher. It was my birthday yesterday, and my wife, who's 35, didn't mention it at all. She, you know, this guy was stewing all day. He woke up in the morning, he walked out to get his coffee, he saw her, and he's like, hey, hon. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, doing hold. Like, hey, hon. He's like, got his arms out, and he's like, oh, come on, hey. <laughs> you didn't say anything, you fucking bitch. He's such a fucking asshole, man. Are you sure this guy's straight? That's the question, because this guy's really fucking attention whore, you know. So anyway, she didn't say happy birthday to me or anything. Not neither to my daughter, but she's four, so I didn't expect it from her. Oh my god. This guy's god, a fucking please. diva, man. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate this motherfucker. I don't really care too much about presents or doing anything special. It just would have been nice for her to at least acknowledge that it was my birthday. I did wait until midnight. Oh my god, dude. Dude. <laughs> she was she was sound asleep in bed at nine thirty. He's like, she's gonna wake up any minute now and tell me happy birthday. He was just wait he was probably standing over her asleep. Oh my god, he waited till midnight. I waited until midnight in case she was doing that thing that they do in movies where the person pretends they've forgotten about someone's birthday when they actually haven't. I know that's stupid, but still. After wow. it turned 12, it was really embarrassing, but I just kind of broke down crying. Oh my fucking God. I, do I have to read this one? I know it's stupidly crying over something that isn't a big deal, but it just made me feel how I felt as a kid, and it just brought back a lot of feelings and memories from my childhood. He needs therapy. Um, he needs he needs more than therapy at this point. <clears throat> my wife walked in on me crying, pretty much in the middle of a panic attack, to be honest. Oh my god. Dude, she needs to run. She asked me what was wrong, and once I told her, she got really angry and accused me of trying to make her feel bad for something that's not important. She was shouting at me a lot, and it was quite loud when she woke my daughter up, so I left the room to put her back to sleep. Am I the asshole for crying? My wife forgot my birthday. Yes, grow up. There's an update to this one. Oh my god. 
Dude, grow up. I... I, I, I don't know where to start on You're this You're 30, guy. how much? Yeah. 35, 36, 36 years old? 36 years old. Grow up, man. You didn't get birthdays and you never got over it. I just don't understand what the fuck happened He needs to counseling. That's what he needs. He needs counseling. He needs a lot of stuff. I mean, he just... How do you... And all he wanted was a happy birthday and she yells at him. She's, she's like, <laughs> fuck you. How do you fucking get to that age, though, and just, and not mature past that? It's just, it's so insignificant, you know? Oh, God. I don't know. I, I don't know. Some people really care about their birthdays. Some some people, it it stopped being a birthday week. It became a birthday month. So, a I don't panic know. Attack, a fucking <laughs> panic attack? Are you for real? That I, guy had a fucking panic attack because his girlfriend forgot about his, his oh, his wife, sorry, forgot about his fucking birthday. What a bitch. Thank you for all the replies in my previous post. Oh my post. god, yes. Please kiss his ass. I spoke to me. Because you know it. Because the people replying are oh, just like thing. him. You poor thing. Happy birthday. Dude, they're just I'm like so him. I'm so sorry for you. I feel like there is a virus in the world. And it's just spreading so rapidly of just these fucking overly sensitive bitches. What's your address? I'll send you a birthday card. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they're doing too. What's your GoFundMe page? Yes, yes. GoFundMe. Fucking A, man. Mm-hmm. That's what they do, though. They go online, they post this shit, and you go, it's like, what is going on in the world? Like, are people just this way now? Like, what the <sighs> fuck is going on? So anyway, I spoke to my wife, and she told me that she shouted at me because she was just tired. She seemed sorry I didn't want us to fight anymore, so I just forgave her. A lot of people suggested that I have a sort of celebration with my daughter, which I did do. We baked a cake together yesterday, and she also made me a birthday card. There's glitter everywhere in the house now, which was very, very sweet. This probably wasn't the update most people wanted since a lot of people who replied wanted me to divorce her. Or, oh my god! Or there was to be some big fight between me and my wife, but I just don't think that's necessary. Oh because she my didn't god. say happy birthday, man. Divorce her. I really love her and I'm happy with her. I don't want anything to change. This is just a mistake that hopefully won't ever happen again. Dude, he's holding her feet to the fire over a fucking birthday. I mean, really, he could have just sat her down and had a conversation like, look, this is it, today's my birthday. Dude. You know, hopefully next year we can go out to dinner or something. Like, to have a panic attack and ball your eyes out At and make a moment. huge deal over it is that's over dramatic. That's, that's too much. But he could have sat her down and just be like, hey, I know you forgot, but today was my birthday. Like, hopefully yeah. next year we can go out to dinner or maybe we can go out to dinner over the weekend or something. Like, just. It didn't have to be this dramatic. Man, I'm telling you. This is crazy, because I don't know what I would do if I walked in here just bawling your eyes out. I would Dude. be like, what is happening? And I would turn around and walk back out. In that moment, she lost any respect for him that she had. Oh, my God. To see him having a panic attack, a fucking full-on... Like, he was holding his chest, probably dry-heaving, snot-bubble-crying, <laughs> absolute fucking train wreck, boo-hoo tears... And she's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, you forgot my birthday. And that, in that exact moment. As a 36-year-old She man. lost it for him. Just lost all respect for him. Guaranteed. And she will never get that back for him. Ugh. This guy is a fucking epic loser on all. Yeah. She needs to divorce him. Seriously. They have a kid together. She had a kid with this fucking sucker. This fucking If he's sad. like that for his birth, I can only yeah. imagine what else he's like that for. I agree with Brian. Happy birthday, BJ. It's the only thing that will make up for this. Fuck that. Fuck that. that. So listen to this. He says, my wife told me that it's partly my fault anyway because I should have reminded her that it was my birthday. But I didn't and I agree with that. So we're pretty much even now, I suppose. She has a four-year-old kid. 
that she's chasing around the damn house. She's probably got a job. She probably wasn't even freaking thinking about it. The baby crying in one room. Your husband, boo, <laughs> crying and having a panic attack in the other. And for you to never freaking mention it, if you want plans, you could... People hint. People hint at shit. You know, oh, my birthday next week, what do you want to do? Like, say something. Hmm. I don't know. This this dude's an asshole. I, I'm, I'm, he's just like, yeah, no. He is an asshole. He over. He reminded me of the guy from Shit's Creek, the character from Shit's Creek. That guy. This is what he would have done. Over dramatic, the world's ending. But he, I don't even think he was that just dramatic. I think this guy might be more dramatic than him. I don't know what guy you're talking about. The gay guy on Shit's Creek. Not David? No, he would not. I, do I don't. This. No, like he, he's over dramatic, but I don't think he would have been yeah, like no. this either. No. He was more manly than this fucking guy. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely pitiful, man. This is terrible. This, this guy, he might be the most pitiful man on the planet. This dude is a complete freaking loser, and I know I would want nothing to do with it. <clears throat> All right, here we go. You got some Christmas theme ones for because I know you love Christmas so much. Yeah. Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law I adopted my dog and not her, and she can spend Christmas elsewhere if she's afraid? Oh Jesus! Okay. My. My, I'm 30 years old. Uh, my brother James, he's 34, is married to Sylvia, 33. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but Sylvia is saying it is, so I'm including it. She grew up in H out of foster care. Are they are, are they writing the article together? They might be. I mean, it sounds like it. She says it's, it's relevant, so. Me, my husband, James, Sylvia, and my parents were meant to go to my parents' house for the holidays, but unfortunately they had issues with their plumbing and their house is now unheated. So they are staying with me and my husband and the celebrations are now at our home. This has upset Sylvia because we have a dog. Sylvia has trauma relating to large dogs and as such is petrified of mine. He is a very large rescue dog. We are working on retraining and socializing him, but so far he's been fine around most people. She knows all this, but is still scared and saying she won't be comfortable staying in the house with the dog. She suggested we bring him to a boarding kennel for the holidays, which I am unwilling to do. He's not good with new environments or unfamiliar men, and the house is his home. I don't see a reason to remove him from the environment because of her issues, which have nothing to do with him. Actually, they kind of do have everything to do with him. She's afraid of dogs. So it kind of involves him being a dog. And dogs are just, I mean, we have two dogs. Mm -hmm. They are going to come up to someone new and they're going to smell you. And they're going to smell you and they're probably going to... Oh, and the one fucking dog will jump. Jump on you. Well, that was when she was a puppy. I don't know if she was... Uh, I don't think she'd do it now. God. She would bark at you like a fucking... She just hates everything. (laughs) But... I mean, she does. the other dog would just be petrified of you. Yeah, the other one would hide. Like, one would want to kill you, the other one would be scared of you. So, yeah. Our, our dogs are not a good example for this no, one. Not. But most normal dogs would go to you, smell you, just want to see what you're all about, and then, and then go lay down. You know? And that's all. They just want to get their pets once in a while. <sighs> the family was split on this and arguing in the group chat, and Sylvia sent a message saying that as family, we should accommodate her. I replied saying I have responsibilities to my dog, that I adopted her, and, I, and, and not my sister. And that if she can't deal with it, then she needs to spend the holidays elsewhere. This kicked off an argument because Sylvia said I was weaponizing her background, which I don't think I was. My point was that I accept the responsibility for my dog, for his well-being and comfort, and frankly, the safety of others around him. I have no such responsibility for Sylvia. My mother is saying I shouldn't have used those words. I should have known it would be triggering for her. Trigger. That fucking word has been used a lot. Yeah, what is going on with these people? A lot of fucking words, man. My dad is on my side. James is now saying Sylvia doesn't feel welcome at Christmas, even though I've told her she's very welcome to come to the home as is. I'm just not removing the dog. Am I the asshole for making that point? No. There, there is an edit, but we'll, we'll get no, to the No, the dog lives there. Yeah. 
why remove the dog? Mm-hmm. Um, can yeah. you can you put the dog like? I mean, are they spit? I I don't think the thing the story like said are they spending like a week at this house or like what is it a couple hours because if it's a couple hours the holidays. yeah can you just lock the dog up in a bedroom for a couple hours and mm-hmm. then they go back to a hotel or something yeah. i'm not boarding my dog <laughs> because you have a prep no that's not happening brian goes uh tell her there's motel six down the road to leave the light on for her. so just yeah, piggyback off of, yeah there you go like just okay i'll put my dog in the room we've done that before we, yeah, we've we put done it the dog in the room and then a couple hours they leave and then the dog goes you know the dog goes right back out whatever yeah. but yeah no so, mm-hmm. yeah just stay in a freaking hotel come over for dinner this is a wild open dog. gifts or whatever and then freaking out you go because my dog needs to be able to come out yeah you know the dog's very important the dog is a part of the family this dog this is the dog's house yeah this the is dog, where the dog, this dog lives, lives and I'm not here, putting like, it in some freaking kennel where it can yeah. get freaking sick and whatever the hell kennel cough that's yeah, a no. bitch she had kennel cough when we first brought her home as a, as a pup remember that that was yes, a bitch that's a forever to go away and then the other one got it oh that's yep. pain in the ass yeah no not boarding my dog. Yeah, I would never board them, but I'll, but I'll definitely keep them away from you. Yeah, I mean, that, there's right. a, there's a way to do it. I, I mean, I will respect someone who's afraid of dogs. I'm not going to be like, well, you, I don't I don't want someone uncomfortable. There's got to be home. like a compromise, right? Uh, of course, like, compromise. We'll lock the dog up for a couple hours. Yeah, you can come over for dinner or whatever, but then you have to leave and stay at a hotel yeah, so my dog leave. can freaking roam the house and actually get exercise and yeah. be loved. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no. Or, you know, you can stay in one room. My dog can say, no, you guys never have to be in the same room. There's no right. rooms in this house. You can, find, hey, you want to leave this room? My dog wants to come out for a little like, bit. Like, this is my dog's house. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. I'm not, no. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to sit there and leave my dog in a fucking room whimpering all day because you want to be comfortable. Hell no. So for everyone asking why we can't keep the dog in another room, we offered. Oh. The visit is supposed to be for several days, so we offered to keep the dog separated. But Sylvia said she will be anxious the whole time, knowing that he's even there. Okay, so, fuck you, bitch. Then yeah. you can't, you can't come over. Any barking or howling will trigger her, and that she won't be able to sleep, knowing that the dog's even in the house. Dude, okay, I yeah. can't take these sensitive people anymore. Yeah, overly sensitive, overly sensitive. This is this is just another case of what the hell happened to society. Accommodations were being made, and it's still not good enough. So then, no, you can't come over. Yeah. Period. Sleep outside. You sleep outside. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh my god, you can't even hear it whining or, or barking when it's locked in another room. Yeah. It can't go barrel through the freaking wall. Everybody thinks <sighs> the world revolves around them, and that's been the case for a long time. It's just more more prevalent now. Dude, people are so annoying. Dude, what is everyone out for? Numero uno themselves. I was actually having a conversation earlier with my bestest friend, and we were talking about this fucking movie, the uh, Julia Roberts movie, and talking about how beautiful this world is. Like, this is a beautiful world. It's so easy to exist in this world. It really is. We've got plentiful everything. Everything is plentiful. Why do we fight over everything? Why does everything got to be so fucking like hoarded? Why does the top percentage have the most and we have so little? And why do we struggle? Why, do, why does anyone struggle? Why is anyone homeless? Why are people sick all the time? Why, why, why do you have to pay so much for health care? Why the fuck is everything so, so, so problems? Like, like you got so many problems in some areas but not in others. It's just... It's so fucking weird. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to be this hard, but we make it impossible to exist in this world. We really do. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's a simple thing, compromise. You can't even compromise about a fucking dog on Christmas, you know? Yeah, that's that. No, that, that's two sensitive people in a row, man. What was the question? Who was the asshole? Who was the person? We're basically telling him that, no, I, 
my dog is is is, is the here. owner of the house. Yeah, she the wants to the owner, asshole for, for basically asshole. putting their foot down about their yeah. dog being no, you know, the person that gets the rights on the house. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, it can't be. You can't be the asshole. No. That's your fucking dog, man. As a member of the family. All right, so listen, not the asshole. Uh-huh. That is a first. We've been doing a lot of asshole ones the past couple of weeks. You gotta notice. Maybe this one will break the rule too. And this one's another Christmas one. Am I the asshole for telling my coworker exactly why I am celebrating Christmas alone? Oh. Background: I'm bisexual. Who cares? Listen, I like I say anyone. Just write the story. Who cares? What do I say when I talk about people in there? When they lead off with something like this, is this the most interesting thing about you? There is a lot more to you than the way you get down in the bedroom. The coworker must have a problem with it because there's there's got to be a reason why they said it because yeah. I don't care. It's like you have so much more going for you in life, even though you may not think so. There are a million and one more things interesting than how you have sex. I mean, that's just the way it is. So anyway, this person seems to think that's all they have to offer. They say, I'm bisexual, but was not out the family because they are N-I-M-B-Y people. Whatever the fuck that is. N-I-M-B-Y? NIMBY. I don't, I don't know. Not in my best interest, maybe. Not in my best I, I, I have I have no huh. idea. Look it up while I'm reading. <laughs> Early in the N-I-M-B-Y. Look that up for me. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that is. And, and you know, we're too old to give a shit. This is probably N-I-M-B-Y. some new thing the LGBs made up. Why meaning? Not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. Oh, okay, okay. Not in my back. Okay, whatever. That is yeah. stupid. Who says that? Listen. <laughs> Who says that? I, 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 I said nimby people. I guarantee you there's some fucking people out there that knew exactly what the hell it was immediately because they're part of this shit. It, we're just old. Oh, Early November, my sister took my phone, goes to my Instagram, and finds a photo of me and my ex-girlfriend from seven years ago. She outed me to my parents as being gay, and after being hurt repeatedly, my mom said I'm no longer welcome in the family. I lost my entire family, my fur babies, they couldn't come with me, and I'm about to spend my first Christmas alone in a new city with no friends. Enter my coworker. I'll call her Nell. We started together last month. Nell, who's a 20-year-old single female, has had a really nice upbringing and has an accepting family that wouldn't do the above. She can be sweet, but it is obvious that uh, some of the woes of the world, like bullying or my situation, have not passed through her life, so she doesn't understand. Nell asked me about my Christmas plans, and I said uh, what I would be doing, being on my own. I'm playing Resident Evil Village and drinking and eating. All right, my kind of, my kind of person there. Playing Resident Evil Village, a great game. Nell asked uh, the obvious, why didn't you go see your family? And I bluntly told her that we aren't speaking, and I'm not interested in doing so. She then started asking why, how I cannot speak to them, that family accepts family, and nothing should change that, etc. And also started doing this thing where she pokes me and smiles, saying I should try a little harder. Okay. Okay, mind your business. My, yeah, mind your... Obviously, there's some trauma there. Yeah. Back the fuck off. If you want to be this person, yeah, you just gotta... You gotta... You don't know when to back off sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's, it's my business, man. That, that's it. I mean... No try a little harder. Like, no, you're just like, oh, that sucks. Sorry. Yeah. Try a little harder. Bitch, you're about to get smacked. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea my situation. Stop trying to figure it out. You can't fix it. Just shut up and leave it alone. That's exactly what they should do. So these prods give me bruises because she jabs like the hut. I said it's personal, but she asked for uh, over a week why we don't speak and trying to encourage me to go see them in private or in front of others who know my situation. Oh, hell no. 
I snapped on day nine of her asking six to eight times a day and told her the above and some more details, adding in that I'd rather not be around the people who said that being dead would be better than having a child who is a F word. Uh, a slur for gay women yeah. and, and men, okay? I told her that she needs to understand that some families aren't like hers and her constant pushing caused the situation, me snapping at her. Even after I asked her to stop repeatedly, Nell was horrified about the situation started crying quite hysterically saying that I was a monster for making her out to be the bad guy when she was just trying to reunite a family for a happy Christmas. Again. But get the freaking point, man. Are you doing this for them or are you doing this for yourself, you fucking self-gratifying cunt? Because that's what she's doing. I, I wanted to be the hero. I wanted the good feelings yeah, of celebrating. Like I've told you nine times yeah. now to drop it and leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, I would snap too. This mm-hmm. would be super annoying and it would take me probably even longer. More yeah. than nine times, but I would snap. Like, get back the fuck off. Absolutely. Oh, God. The partners on our team, in any moment within a 30-foot reach, saw her sobbing and yelling at me. Oh, my God. I have received multiple dirty, dirty looks, whispers, and a couple of hurtful comments that I could have been nicer. Now, an email from HR has come through stating several people have complained that I bullied Nell and caused a hostile work environment by snapping at her. Oh, my God. At least 60 people saw her doing this over the days repeatedly, and no one said a thing and let it happen. But now I stopped being nice, and I'm the bad guy. So am I the asshole? I tried to be nice, then firmed and bluntly said, please stop asking, as it is a sensitive topic that we aren't close enough to talk <clears throat> about properly, before day nine happened. I feel like the asshole because I made her cry, and I did not intend to hurt her with the truth. No, no, no. What is going on that people are so damn sensitive? And what is happening in the Dude. workforce that, like... Like I don't understand. I don't know what it is. I honestly because I don't like know. I I see it with your jobs. Yeah. Like how involved they are. Like that Dude. never used to be a fucking thing. What happened? It's starting up again too because I have a new supervisor. It's starting up again. That shit. Like it's just it's very annoying. Yeah. It is. It, like it's, this woman it's, it's was crazy. getting pestered for nine days. Yep. And she didn't freaking turn this bitch in. She didn't what say like, I look, I I want it. I just want to be left alone before I snap. She let it go. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand. Okay. Oh my god! I like. I just. This is three sensitive little whiny in bitches row, that you dude. had, dude. In a row. I can't take the That's way people the way are society into. is, man. That's the way it is now. These people. This is how they are. Terrible. Brian, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's the world getting more pussy people. It's just the way it is. God, people need to suck it up. I have theories about it. I, I do. I have theories about it, man. I've been saying it. It's got to be something with the food supply. Because you think about it this way. Like, like my dad was not a hard worker. He, 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 he wasn't. My grandfather was. He was in the Army. He did a lot of shit. Yeah. He has a lot of good things. I'm not saying my dad was lazy. My dad, he, he did his own. He took care of himself. He, he did good. But my grandfather was like a man's man. Yeah. You know, my dad wasn't. My, my my grandpa's grandpa was a, he was another one you know but as the years go on it becomes like you're doing less and less and, less. and look at me like my dad left the house where I work from home so I'm, I'm I'm even doing less you know it's it's like what's going on we're encouraging people to do less with themselves and not become more productive I guess it's 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 society it's the way we're progressing or regressing if you want to call it that we're not expected to I do as much never times are easier tried to insert myself into someone's family freaking shit. Like, yeah. it's seriously not my business. I literally would have said after hearing that story, like, oh, man, that really sucks. I'm sorry that that is going on for you, mm-hmm. you know. I, no, I would never be like, well, you, you should go call them. Well, yeah. I want you to call them. You know, reach out. You're not trying hard enough. Like, who mm-hmm. the fuck said no? 
It's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't know. This person, what, what was the asshole question? This person's not the asshole for snapping, if that was the question. Well, they kept getting asked about the whole Christmas thing. Like, why aren't you right. going to go see yeah, your family? No. And they it's finally snapped and they fuck alone, basically. And that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, what do you think? I just told you. Not, not, not the, the asshole. asshole? Yeah. So, even for snapping, you don't think she should have no, been like, listen. No. Well, you said no a bunch of times anyway, so. I, I, I guess after a while, everyone has their limit, you know? Yep. All right. So, listen. This is going to be your favorite one of the show. We're almost at our hour. We're almost at a lab hour. And it flies by so fast every Friday. I'm going to let you choose. Oh, God. And I think that's why you love this last one so much. Dude, if I choose one and it's a sensitive bitch, I'm going to flip out. Well, that's why I'm giving you the choice. <laughs> You're going to have the power to choose this next one. And whichever one you don't choose, we're going to use. Monday. On Monday's show, of course. Okay. So just by the title here, which one are you going to pick? Am I the asshole for telling my half-sister that I don't care that my dad refused to raise her? Or, am I the asshole for telling my sister's husband to stop buying my daughter boy toys? I'm not your boy toy. <laughs> Just a sexy boy. Oh my god. Um, yeah, do that one. The boy toy one. I feel like dancing around the house now. <laughs> hey, I'm in a pickle. My sister's <laughs> husband keeps buying my daughter toys and clothes that one associates with boys. And some of them are not cheap either. My daughter is two and she does take after her father and in boy clothing she often gets mistaken as a boy. My daughter does enjoy the toys and I can see past it since I know he loves his niece. Her father does not. And I'm sick of hearing his mouth and to be honest I also do get annoyed seeing him treat her like a boy. I would much rather he stop gifting her things but he just cannot say no to her. I get it that I have a dated view but it is frustrating having people mistake her for a boy. I've tried to have a conversation with him, but he is argumentative by nature, and what do you expect from an autistic attorney? What the fuck was that to do with anything? What? Yeah. I hate the fact he comes home at, or he comes to me with a logical response to my emotional plea. He is disrespecting my wishes as a parent. So I told him if he cannot stop buying her stuff, then he cannot see her. My sister is upset with me because he told her, I just explained I do not want my daughter to be viewed as a boy. She is already seen as one. My sister told me to get over my issues and stop rejecting my shit on my, on my daughter. So I told her she cannot respect my issues and she's also free to never see her again either. Oh my God. Jesus, man. <laughs> All right, let's pause there for a what second. What the fuck is happening? So she's mad at her sister's husband for buying the girl boy toys. Right. The stupid song is playing in my head now. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't uh. know. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, man. This is... I guess, like, you, you really can't say either way what's a boy or a girl's toy, right? Because... Well, the kid is two, right? Now or like, is it four? I mean, nowadays, they're interchangeable, right? Like, you see, like, little girls watching Some are. the same cartoons and boys watching... I don't know. Because, like, you look at Paw Patrol and... To me, that just, I don't know for some reason, just looks like a boy toy to me. No, girls play but with girls that shit play too. with them. Our daughter played with Paw Patrol. Oh my with... god, she played, she played with Matchbox cars. Yeah. She was man, she played with some weird shit. But I'm thinking about because like your sister has a little baby boy. Yeah, we just call him Baby Boy. That's his name is Baby Boy. Yeah. And our daughter and him play with the same shit. Like, mm -hmm. when she was that age, she had little people toys. And, like, he has yeah. little people toys. And it's, you don't really see anything wrong he with it. He has cooler ones, though. But they're all interchangeable, though. 
Yeah. Like, he has a fire truck little bit. She had, like, a barn or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he buying her, like, G.I. Joe's or something? Because even our kids were playing yeah. with Ghostbuster dolls. Mm-hmm. Figurines. They weren't dolls. They were they were the figurines that had, like, the little packs on them and everything. Mm-hmm. And Freddy Krueger. They were playing with Freddy Krueger when they were Kruger. babies. That's right. Yeah, they, they were playing with they have said. They had some, like, boy-ish type things. Mm-hmm. I would like to know the examples of what this guy is buying, though. A crazy lady in the chat says uh, he didn't buy her daughter dolls, and her daughter liked cars, and so did ours. Our daughter played she, with cars. Oh, my God, the damn Matchbox cars. Yeah. Collected yeah. them. Yeah. Had them everywhere. Them. Yep. Yeah, that's all she did was play with those damn things, but yeah. I, yeah, I like for a two-year-old, what, what could possibly be like a boy toy? Because at that age, they play with everything. Seriously, they play with everything. And another thing I think is weird here, too, is, like, the child's appearance. She's complaining about her child's appearance looking too much like a boy. You're the parent. You're the one that could be putting a bow in her hair you're, or something. You're the parent. You control the way your child looks. Your kid just doesn't get up and just dress themselves, you know? Exactly. This is another case of parents not having control over their own fucking lives. You've got people that haven't mentally matured raising children. Yeah. And that's not a good recipe for success in life, man. We're going to have I mean, a big problem on our hands when these kids grow up. You could put bows in the hair. They have those... um like mm-hmm. those headband things that you could put in the like, you, there's things you could do to make it look yeah. like a girl. What if I could just put them in pink? Well, I think the one of the sentences in there said that he was buying boy clothes. Yeah, too. It's, it's like you tell them for like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? You just talk to the guy, be like, are you fucking stupid? So then, what you do is you you get the the boyish shirt, whatever the because she's not even giving examples. Like I have no idea what she means. You take all the shit and buy and bring it to Walmart and exchange it for <laughs> for other things like normal people do. What's this guy gonna do? Come over there? I was like, hey, where are these boy t-shirts at that I got for the kid? Like, no, motherfucker. That's yeah, weird. What do you, like? You know what I think no. this is? I think this is the case. Of a person raising I a think child. she's sensitive. And they probably have some fucking, like, the sister and brother might subscribe to that woke shit. And they're like, your child is obviously a boy. It's telling you what it was assigned female. But you know that bullshit yeah. they fucking say. And they're probably trying to urge the kid but in that direction. This is the this is the mom writing it. You have control over the situation. Yeah. So I, I'm not understanding mm-hmm. where there's a problem. He keeps buying this stuff. Okay, well then... Like you said, it's easy. You can return anything at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what it is. When, no. I li- we literally returned. I don't know what I think it was your winter coat. She's yeah. like, "Where's the receipt?" I'm like, "I don't have a receipt." That's okay, here's a gift card. Yeah, here's a gift. I don't give a fuck. You know how much I'm getting paid? I'm getting paid thirteen <laughs> bucks an hour. I don't give a shit. Take the gift card. Yeah, receipt. Like they just, don't care. I really don't understand. At this age, it really isn't a, a problem. When the kid is seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And if this guy is giving her, like, fucking G.I. Joe's or something and she doesn't want them, I could see a problem then. Yeah. But even then, you can bring the shit back. Yeah. And just return it and go, she can go pick out what she wants. Yeah. Like, really, there's so, like, I don't understand why we're on it asking <laughs> if they're an asshole. Like, well, just do it. And crazy lady just had another good point, is they're too busy learning everything to be bothered if they're a boy or a girl, and that's the truth. Kids don't know. They don't fucking care. They don't no, see color. They, they don't see gender. No, because they have no idea what that even means. They don't give a shit. They don't start saying girls are icky until, like, six. No. 
Oh, oh my God. The, coot, the cooties don't even come out until they're eight or nine, probably, They'll right? They'll play with whatever they yeah, see. They, don't, they care. don't care. They get into all sorts of shit. They play with whoever they see. They don't care what they look like. Yeah, they're trying how to they're figure dressed. out what the hell they like to yeah. taste. Give me a break. They don't give a shit. Oh, God. I, I don't, don't know. know, man. I don't know. But they say, our mom thinks I'm blowing this out of proportion, but I feel as a parent my request was reasonable. And all, and all he had to do was respect my wishes instead of uh, talking down and disregarding my concerns. God. It, are they blowing it out of proportion? That they're getting nothing but boy toys repeatedly. I mean, I would find it annoying. But also, I'm the type of person to just return it. Do you be grateful just because you're getting gifts for your child? Yes. Or do our, our DSA, hey, listen, like, what the fuck's if up with this If she gave shit? examples, I would be, I would understand a little bit more. But she's really not. Like, what is considered a boy toy at two? I think that's at subjective. At two, they're playing with fucking blocks and shit. Honestly, I think it's subjective. I mean, the only things that aren't subjective that would tra- traditionally be girl toys would be Barbies. Right. And that two is too young for Barbies. Yeah, Barbie is 100%. A fucking girl's toy. Right. A boy's toy would be like a football or something probably. I, I guess you would think that's it. You know, like... This but, is the stupidest yeah, fucking thing. This I, kid is really cute and doesn't much. have a clue what the hell's going on. G.I. Joe's, I guess, would be a boy's toy. Basically, you know, things that you don't see girls playing with. I, I don't know, but... I don't think they're blown out of proportion because you would have a, a right, especially in today's climate nowadays, where children being groomed by adults into, you know, going into one lifestyle or another. You have to be kind of aware of this. And as a parent, you got to take You take control. If you think your kid is fucking looking like a boy or whatever, then you, you're, you're the adult. You dress them. You, you form their looks. Your kid doesn't tell you what they're going to do in the morning. I don't know what the fuck people are saying in the news now where they can, but that's not the case. You're the parent. You fucking take control. Does make any sense to me? Any yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe I mean... this person is the asshole. You take control, man. You're the asshole for even asking this question. You're, you're upset about yeah, the way your kid like, looks and how they're being presented. Fucking, like, just... You're the parent. I mean, even when our oldest daughter was, like, having birthday parties and stuff, I'd be like, oh, God. Just be grateful for whatever you get. And if you get, like, a multiple of the same thing, we'll just return it. You know, like, I was like, like, just talk to your fucking kid. Well, this kid is two. This kid is two. We'll play with anything. Exactly. If the kid's having fun, who gives a shit? Give him pots and pants. Kids will play. Yeah, they'll play with anything. Seriously, you will give a kid. My nephew whatever. literally goes over to the spice cabinet and pulls all the spices out of the cabinet. He has a million toys. Mm-hmm. Goes to the kitchen and pulls all the spices out of the cabinet and puts them all over the floor. Yeah. My sister still hasn't moved them. <laughs> so, it's fucking. They they, they don't just care. get into everything. This is what this two year old doesn't give a fuck. Just. Do you think this? Know. Do you think this kid cares? Because the parent didn't leave the reaction. No, the, the child. kid will. The kid will care when they're a little bit older. And if this person is still being stupid, just return the stuff or yeah. ask for a gift card. You know what? Can you instead of buying something, yeah. can you just give birthday money or a gift card or something, yeah. and then she can? We'll bring her to the store and we'll let her pick out whatever yeah. she wants. Makes sense. You know, like something like. Even something like that. When the kid is older, this kid is only a toddler, for God's sakes. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter right now. But, yeah. like, I would, I don't know, suck it up, man. Be a fucking adult. Just be an adult. People are outsourcing <laughs> their responsibilities to others, and it never works out that way. I see this person as an asshole. you got to be an asshole. You're not taking control of your fucking kid, man. Jesus. Now, I would just crazy. love to know, what is the kid's reaction the... to these boy toys? The kid's probably just fucking opens probably up and plays. That's it. That's what they do. 
Because they don't, they don't fucking care. Do you think the kid's like, oh, I have a Ninja Turtle in my hand. That means I'm going to grow up and want to be a boy. They don't care. They just got to She threw that toy. one comment in there, though. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Which, and she didn't explain anything. She's like, well, I guess that's the, what happens when you're an autistic lawyer. What the an fuck does that An autistic lawyer. She just, what the fuck does that She threw do a personal dig at this guy. And no one does it. I don't know this guy personally. You threw a personal dig. Okay, I guess. He's an autistic lawyer. What the fuck is that? He's probably great. He's a fucking lawyer. He's smart as fuck. He's brilliant. Okay, so that why'd you throw that in there? stay up all night long working on your case because that's all he knows. That oh motherfucker will have all the details. will be prepared. This person was such an idiot. Seriously. Yeah. Jesus, man. Oh. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> it, man. A lot of people just pop into the chat here. Holy shit. You guys have come a little bit earlier. We do this at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Hello, the KB and Sweet Bear of Angels came in. The Maven came in the chat. Crazy lady, little social butterfly in the chat, giving us some great input. We had a lot of sensitive people, though, tonight with these stories. These stories, a lot of sensitive people, but that's the way life is now, man. If you're a human being and you're in between the ages of 20 and 35, you mean, I don't get it. chances are you're a pussy. <laughs> I, like, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus, man, that's what happens there. But thank you guys for coming in and chat and hanging out with us. Crazy lady says they're 51 years old. God bless you. I hope I don't make it that long. Oh, my God. Why do you say things like that? Because the world sucks. You hear all these sensitive people. Sometimes it's what it's going to be like in 10 years if I make it that long. Holy, yeah, if there's what, even a world left. That's why we stay in the house yeah. and don't leave. Try to stay away from people. But no, you are not old. Your 51 is great. That's 51 is the new 31 now. I'm almost there. So we're good. Oh, shit. Well, anyway, what are you gonna be doing with yourself this I weekend? I don't. I don't know. I think we're gonna watch, and I can't remember the name of it. But Prime um, has a new Eddie Murphy Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Check it. But, it's on like, yeah, no, Prime. Prime. Amazon Prime okay. has it. Prime Video, whatever the hell that one app is called, mm-hmm. that has absolute garbage <laughs> on it. That one app. Yeah. But uh, I'll probably watch that, and then I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I gotta find it. I gotta get into something. I do have a few things on my list for Netflix. I heard there's like some kind of documentary on a bad doctor or something. He did like throat surgeries. I heard that was good. Mm. I don't know. I've heard a few things were good. We'll see. I need to find I will something. I'm watching though. boxing tonight. There's a boxing match on tonight. There's a Jake Paul. He's fighting some guy who's a real boxer but hasn't fought in a few years. But the guy does have amateur skills, so that'll be an interesting fight to watch. And tomorrow, a humongous UFC card is on. So depending on what time of the day that's going to be. I don't know if they're fighting in Abu Dhabi or where the hell they're doing it. But it's the final card of the year. Yeah, but it's nice when they fight over there because it's nice I and early. I love it, man. It's over at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I can yeah. go to bed at a normal time and be mm-hmm. up fucking with insomnia and shit. But still, I cannot wait. It's going to be a good weekend for fights. And it's going to be a great weekend to hang out inside because it's going to be cold, man. I hope you guys stay nice and toasty. And we do this every Friday at 6 o'clock Eastern time, so try to make it in the chat. If you guys hit the uh, follow button on Podbean, we're nearing 5,000 subscribers on Podbean, so please keep on subscribing. When we hit 5,000, we're about 300 away or so. We'll have a special little party or a themed episode or something. So, Oh, God. Send in some questions to where? Voicemiserypodcast at gmail.com or Voices of Misery on all other platforms. All right, you guys have a good weekend. We'll see you next week.